We got someone. We got people. All right. This video is almost over. We just wanted y'all to have the opportunity to ask us one question. Kendall, if you ask us a question, I'll go to a Dave Matthews concert with you. Hey, Kendall. That's a big deal. Do you not like Dave Matthews? Huh? What's the question, Kendall? Well, ask us anything. We'll answer any question, no matter how vague or obscure. <laughs> ask him anything. Ask us anything. Does that sound dramatic? <laughs> yeah, especially when you look away like that. Blue, <laughs> what's <laughs> your favorite DMB song? Kendall wants to know. Um, and why? I don't know. Come on, just name one song. Yeah. Crush. What's the one that I added a video to? Oh, Warehouse? Yeah. Look at the passion in his eyes. He really does care. I can see the passion. It's fun! Like, everyone goes, da 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 Woo! And like, it, oh, everyone knows it. We actually had someone else respond. What did they say? He said, so much passion. Yes. So much passion. So much passion. So, do y'all know this that is this is actually um, a recording because we have a podcast that's called Do Good, Feel Good Show? It's a great podcast. Check it out. Woo. Yeah, we're going to be recording this episode. We're going to record it right after this. We're just trying to hype up the fans. Hey, yeah. Everyone should be hyped right now. What are we going to discuss in this episode? Love languages. And? Running. Running. And? Never heard of it. Cooking. Well, go like it. Look it up online, www.dogoodfeelgoodshow.com. Oh, sick. He's so hyped. This live <laughs> video was a huge success. Did we we got two people. Listeners? Yes. Woo! Woo! All right. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. This is definitely going on the website. That's really good. Ready, everyone? Pretty good. Yes, yeah, so good. One, two, two three. three. <laughs> oh, that was awkward. <laughs> I'm glad we did that. All right. <laughs> the name of the show do good feel good now you're in the know all right we're back with special guest sam hello reoccurring co-host tom what's up guys any um less frequent reoccurring co-host hi i'm luke and Will. You you can still see the passion in his eyes. Trust yep. us. We're actually getting hypnotized by it. All right, so Sam, you're an expert in something, right? Love languages. I do love love languages. And we want to hear all about these love languages. Please tell me more. I don't really know much about this subject. And maybe teach them what you think their love languages are. Yeah, all right. help us figure it out. So I asked pretty much all of my friends, or just randos, <laughs> what their love languages are. So the theory is that you show love the same way that you receive love. Um, so if you most feel loved when someone's touching you, then you're more likely to touch other people to show them affection because you feel really loved when someone touches you. So there's five love languages. Um, all five of them, everyone had like everyone loves getting loved by all five of them. They just believe that there's two that are probably like more significant or more impactful to you. So the five love languages are gifts, words of affirmation, touch, quality time, and acts of service. So if you think about the way that you most feel loved, would you like would you rather receive a thoughtful gift or would you rather someone hug you? Which one makes you feel more loved? And you can go through all of them in that way to say, like, would you rather have someone cook a meal for you after a long day, or would you have rather have someone tell you how much they appreciate you? So, do you guys have an idea of what 
there's a whole quiz where it's yeah. like 33 questions where it pretty much goes through all of the like, would you rather? Okay, so go through all five of them again. Oh. So the five love languages are touch, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, and gifts. For me, I know it's not words of affirmation because compliments make me uncomfortable. Okay. That's pretty, that's actually a lot of people that don't have words of affirmation say that it, like, talk is cheap. And something to keep in mind too is it's not necessarily how your partner or your loved one shows you love. So my mom, when I first told her, was like, well, your father does this. And I was like, I'm not talking about dad. I'm talking about like how you most feel sure. loved. And Luke, you brought me home a special present from Orlando. And you're like, just today, you like brought us over all this extra wine. So I feel like yours, one of yours might be gifts. It's definitely gifts. That one of my sense. best friends in DC, yes. which is really nice because it's, everyone's it's easy to know, like when you have a friend who is gifts, that like bringing them something small means a lot, which is nice to know because then you can, like my one of my good friends here, hers is gifts, and so whenever I go visit her, I'm like, what was Maude like today? Yeah, I, mean, like, I love cooking, so I love cooking for my friends. It's like, hey. You're all working hard. Like, yeah. Let me make dinner for you. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything else. Mm -hmm. You don't owe me anything. It's just a fun experience to share. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's really cool, too, because it's like your time, your money, your well, part of your day that you're like devoting to taking care of somebody else. Yeah. Which is a really like special, thoughtful thing for someone to do. Yeah. I know they say for like words or um, acts of service, it's like if somebody doesn't want to go get food that you make them food or if they don't want to take their car in for maintenance you do that for, like just the I know that this would mean something to you and so I'll take time on what do you think you're so proud yeah so this is kind of interesting so particularly words of affirmation in some ways I kind of like see that but I don't see it so I kind of mm -hmm. like I prefer the opposite where it's kind of like uh, so say, like, you look good one day, and then someone's like, oh, you look awful, but you, like, know they're, like, joking with you, so in a way that's affirming, but, the, like, what they're saying is, like, a negative. Mm. So, like, I like that kind of conversation, but I like it to be in kind of, like, that sarcastic understanding. Mm -hmm. So you um, like words of affirmation, but it's hard for you to take an actual compliment. I guess, kind yeah. Of? I guess that would be a pretty good way to phrase it. So, yeah, I guess, like, compliments themselves make, you make me personally uncomfortable. Why? I don't know. This is... <laughs> Here we go. Therapy, it's interesting, baby. yeah. Um, I think a lot of people would say the same. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't know how to respond when someone's like, you look beautiful today. I'm like, you too. Yeah. Like, that's just... Thank you. I know. And like, right. <laughs> trust me, like, whenever I say it, it definitely is sincere. It's just, there's a lot of confusion and discomfort. Yeah, Before the sincerity. Yeah. Sincerity. Uh, personally, I was kind of raised to be, like, very modest, so I don't, like... To make a big deal of like any of my accomplishments, really. So, even like at work, if I prefer like people not to say I did a good job, I would just like to do a good job. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel the same way. But I think like words of affirmation can also just be like people talking about how they value your relationship that you have with them, or like even just saying I love you. Like those words are like really important to me. Mm -hmm. I think that we were talking about that. Like my family's like a big I love you family, mm -hmm. and some aren't. That's and nice. even though we say it a lot, like I, I still like need to hear it. What do you think? What are your love languages? Mine are words of affirmation, and then I, I think quality time. Okay. Hmm. I'm with you on the quality time because at the end of the day, for me, like the most valuable thing we all have is just time, and so like having time, like literally just time that you can spend with another person, and like that itself is just like pretty meaningful to me. Yeah. 
See, I am not quality time. Um, I like quality time, but for me, I'm like very independent and I like to do a bunch of things. And so being in a relationship with someone who is quality time, I can feel like suffocated yeah. because it's like, I want to be with you because being with you makes me feel loved. And I'm like, but I want to do so many other things. But I need to do this stuff to make me feel good. Yeah. And then I'll go like do something with you. Yeah. As like a, an yeah. extra. Exactly. Yeah. And I've had somebody say like, I feel like you're choosing not to spend time with me. And it's like, yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, I ultimately was, like, I, I want to go running, or I want to see my girlfriends, That's or, true. and it's, like, so I'm too independent, I think, to be, um, mine, mine are touch, and then words of affirmation. It's, it's funny, though, just, like, hugs, or, like, having someone put their arm around you, or, like, like, touch you on, you know, like, something about just someone reaching out and touching, I find to be really valuable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But acts of service, ooh, is it time for dinner? Yeah, we're gonna do as we're talking. Um, so Sam, do you think that people can use their love languages to do good or feel good? Yeah, I think, I mean, it was really helpful for me. I asked my family over Christmas what their love languages were, and it was really helpful because I was able to love on them better, mm -hmm. just knowing, like, I told my mom that mine was touched, and, like, the rest of the trip, like, every time we were on the cat, like, she was just a lot more touchy than she normally is because she knew that that meant a lot to me. And the same for her. I knew that acts of service was big for her. So it was mm -hmm. like any chance I had to do the dishes or fill up her car with gas or whatever I could do. That's awesome. So I think from a, like once you know what someone's love languages are, then you can do good because you can love on them better. And right. like who doesn't want to love on each other better? Yeah. Right. Everyone's worthy of being loved. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing about love languages, too, is that if you can find someone who has one common or two common love languages, then you're naturally going to show each other love the same way. Right. So that's where it's it's helpful to know if you both have different love languages, because you can be more intentional about loving them in a certain way. But it's also nice to know if you are getting into a relationship with someone, if they have the same ones, because it will na make it natural mm -hmm. a lot easier. So someone was talking to me like a few months ago about like the different attachment styles oh. and how some people Tell have... me about that. Well, I don't, I didn't do much research in it, into it. But what I know is that some people have an attachment style that's more anxious and those people want to be near someone or like have reassurance that that person cares. Okay. And when they feel insecure, they'll spend more time trying to, I mean, it, it sounds clingy, but I don't like using that word. Um, and then people who have avoided attachment styles, it sounds like something similar to maybe like what you would feel. Like when you start feeling insecure, you want to like not avoid the situation, but just like have your space. No, I think, I think it depends. So I'm somebody, but I think if I have like internal anxiety, mm -hmm. yep. but I will run I'm really too. Impulsive. There are times where I'll run um, if I'm feeling like stressed out and like napping or something's not an option. Like at the office, sometimes I'll just run. Mm -hmm. Like I'm gone. Sam does some interesting things when she runs. She doesn't listen to any music, nope. which I think is absurd. Yeah. Yeah, you. I love music. music. Yeah, I love music. Yeah. And she also runs with a water bottle in her hand. Yes, And I before do. she's run with like a two liter bottle of water. Which is absurd. Does it make you off balance? No, it doesn't. So I have <laughs> this weird thing where if my throat starts to get dry when I'm running, like, you know, the, like, yeah. the really thirsty feeling, yeah, I just quit. Yeah, I just straight so you quit. Do everything you can to avoid that. So uh, yeah, so I run with a water bottle. I don't take like huge huge swigs or anything, but as long as I can keep my throat from getting to that place, and I'll run forever. That's insane. Yeah, but they give me a hard time at my running group because I'll bring a water bottle like 
three miles and it's cold outside and they're like, You're what are you like doing? <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing? You don't need water. It's only three miles. Right, would you be willing to wear one of those belts that have like little water bottles around it? Or like a camelback or something? Yeah, I've thought about it. Some people run with camelbacks yeah. in our group. Um, but I don't know. I've been running with a water bottle in my hand for so long now it's that it's so natural. Okay, so we're, we're trying to do more structure. We have a few more things on the list. Sure, what's next? What do you well, want to jump us into? Well, who wants to know about Libras? Do you know anything about... Yeah. They're generic, like, general things that a lot of people could agree with. Like, you like harmony. You don't like stress. Like, some things that... But I don't know I if it's, like... like some accurate things. Like, we're always undecided. We're always trying to find balance. True. We're actually balanced. We're always on, like, these polar opposites. It's so true. Sure. We're charismatic. Obviously. Obvious. We're very charismatic. <laughs> We're charismatic. We are flirtatious. Gullible. True. True. We're also right. born on the same day and have the same Myers-Briggs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're both very Sam's similar. like the taller. <laughs> yeah. Sam's like the it's taller, more athletic <laughs> version of me. You're playing athletic. Yeah, but Sam runs seven minute miles. And you, it was 650 with sub seven. Get it right low. <sighs> but you were, you climb. I can't You're climb. You're speed climbing. You can like climb too. No. I'm sure you can. Yeah, you definitely can. Uh, I try. I tried to do what is it called? The free climb? No. Bouldering. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Boulder's fun. I like bouldering. I don't honestly. like bouldering as much. Love it. What? I don't think because I tore my LC ACL and this gets. How many it. things have you torn? Only. This is the get to know Lauren's body no. part of the program. No, we, they've heard it before. Let's talk about the next thing. You tell us about your shit corner. Mmm. Oh my gosh. For, this for is listeners be... out there, like, Lauren, can you describe shit corner real sure. quick? Sure. So shit corner, um, actually we got a new theme song for shit corner. Oh. Mario, the executive director of Habitat of Greater Miami, created a new theme song, and here it is. Let's take it away, Mario. Day is done, you're feeling down, and you want to turn your frown around. Come to the place where smiles come back. Put down the seat and take a squat in. Come unload on shit corner. Come unload on shit corner. Come unload. Shit Corner song used to be. Um, I forget what it was. It was like, Shit, shit Corner. corner. <laughs> you know, it's more fleshed out now. It's fine. We remember. <laughs> okay, so, anyways, Shit Corner. You talked mm. about some main shitty that's happened lately. That's pretty much it. On Monday, um, I was in Bend, Oregon. Um, Woo Shout out to Bird. He lives in Bend, Oregon. Woo! Um, and my flight was to leave at 5.45 a.m. Um, so I lit, we were about 40 miles from the airport. So I was talking to my friends that were there, and they were, I was saying, I think I have to get a taxi at, like, 3.30 a.m., so I need to wake up at 3. And my friend who had a rental car um, was like, I can ride with the guys to the airport later. Why don't you just drive the rental car to the airport? That way you don't have to get a taxi at 3.30 in the morning. Like, who's going to come all the way out here to pick you up? I was like, oh my gosh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> so, um... they didn't have Uber or Lyft? They have Uber, but it would be like a $70 Uber oh with like gosh. a 25-minute wait time. Okay, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, so I woke up at 3, spent like 45 minutes cleaning off the car because they were getting like... 
They're getting three inches of snow per hour at that point in time. It later went up to seven inches per hour of snow. Yes. Use the broom and uh, the shovel to dig myself out, like somehow wedge myself out of the driveway because there's so much snow. Um, got on the, the highway, drove 40 miles in like this whiteout conditions to the airport. I pull up to the airport, I walk in, and they're like, all flights are canceled. I'm like, for how long? And they're like, definitely till 10 a.m., but it's gonna, the snowing's gonna get worse. It's gonna be closed yeah. likely all day. I'm like, okay, it's 4.45 a.m. And it's such a small airport. It looks like a little ranch house. It's tiny. Yeah, so all, all of my friends are still asleep. It's 4.45 a.m. So I'm like, okay, I still have to finish my thesis because I was planning yeah. to do it on the airplane. And I was like, I'll go to Starbucks. I'll work on pulling into the Starbucks parking lot. Um, and I pull into what I believe is a driveway. Everything is unplowed. It's a metal retention ditch. Crunches the front of the car. The rental car that I'm renting that I'm not an authorized driver on, and I do not have car insurance because I don't own a car. Great way to start a <laughs> Like 4.45 a.m. and I'm like, oh my God, I just like, like this car definitely yeah. has damage. I've never like gotten in an accident in a rental car before. So yeah. I go inside, just work on my thesis. They're like giving me free drinks at Starbucks at this point in time. Cause they're like, you poor woman. You should call Mike's tow truck he's uh they work with the sheriff's department i'm like okay so i call mike and he's like i've got a five car pile up that i've got to tow people out of after that i'll come to you i'm like okay thank you so much a couple hours go by it's like 10 now um and mike pulls up um and mike's tow truck and he comes and he's like this car is likely not drivable um so we're gonna have to tow it somewhere and i'm like okay um, so I, I call my friend and I'm like, I'm just going to come clean to Enterprise. Um, like, you know, it's my fault. It's not your fault. Mm -hmm. If anyone should be responsible, it's me. So I call Enterprise. I'm like, hey, here's what's going on. Um, and they're like, okay, you have to tow it to this location and bend. Well, I tell Mike and Mike's like, that's 30 miles away. I literally have 40 people I have to winch out oh behind gosh. you. Like I can't spend two hours on the road driving the rental car to bend today because it's snowing like it's now at seven inches per hour. It's coming down so fast that every time I go out to the car, it's completely covered. Um, so I'm like, okay. He's like, I can tow it to my yard. And then you can, um, I'll just tow it to them when the weather clears. Right as Mike is like pulling my car out, um, the people in Starbucks come out and say, hey, just want to let you know that the power just went out. <laughs> so we're actually going to have to close. And you're not going to finish a thesis and you're going to walk home. <laughs> so I'm like an hour from home. The Starbucks just closed. The rental car that I now believe that I've totaled is getting pulled out of a ditch. No. <laughs> I'm like, what? A Monday? This is You're a like, Monday. That's reality. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. All right. Um, so Mike gets the tow truck or gets the car towed up, and I'm like, hey, the Starbucks is closing. Can you just take me somewhere warm? And he's like, yeah, no problem. He's like, I've had a hell of a day. Do you mind if I go get a drink? And at this point in time, I'm like. It's 10.30. I don't know if a drink is like, yeah. I'm like, I don't and know if a drink is like, literally drive around I don't know, he, but I don't know what type of drink he means. So I'm like, right. I mean, sure. Where, where am I going to go? Right? Like, yeah. I, you, no, drop me off the side of the road here. Like, <laughs> nowhere to be. It's nowhere warm inside. Be. We've got my huge suitcase in the middle between us because we're like, you know, we're in one seat and I've got my suitcase that I'm supposed to be traveling with. So Mike goes and pulls through a like a coffee place 
and gets some sort of iced tea with Peach, but everybody in the coffee shop knows him. They're, like, coming out of the back being like, Mike, how you doing? Like, literally everybody in the coffee shop loves him. And so we get talking, and we're laughing, and he does CrossFit, and he's like, How old is Mike? Mike's 50. Okay. Uh, and he's like, he's like, you know, I've got another, I've got to wench out another car that's kind of on the way to where we're going. Do you mind if we just pull over and pull them out? And I'm like, sure, no problem. And at this point in time, he's like, Mike's telling, da 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 And so he... He's talking on the phone while pulling somebody out of, out of the thing, and I, like, make a joke to him. I'm like, Mike's telling, uh, like, what's your location? Okay, is this a wench out or is it an accident? Are you somewhere safe? I, like, start joking, and he's like, so the next time he gets a call in, he hands me the phone. That sounds so And I'm funny. like, Mike's telling, what's your location? So I start, like, writing down, like, people that are calling in. So I'm thinking, like, oh, Madras is too far away. We're not going to be able to get to you today. Ben, that's going to be a $1,000 surcharge because it's going to take us an hour to get out But you there. actually learned everything? I, uh, I know oh his gosh. email address, his fax number. How are you with Mike? So we, I ended up being with Mike for five hours, fielding phone calls as we drove around and pulled cars and semis out of the ditches. It was so much fun. So is that your inner tickle? That's my inner tickle is that I spent five hours on Monday to like acting as a secretary that's for a tow amazing. truck company. Dude, that sounds amazing. It was shit corner and inner tickle. And did people around town all know mine? Not just in that one cop that that one tea place? Um, some people did, yeah. So he added like his other drivers who was like seeing them around. It was real, like, we had so much fun, and my friends were finally like, hey, where, when and where do you want us to pick you up? <laughs> and I was like, just pick me up at the Applebee's, and we, like, kept driving around and pulling people out. Um, but it was so, it they're was like, so... They're you like, you you're like, oh, I'm busy. I'm actually really um, busy. I'm just walking right busy. now. busy, we got some more calls. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'll call you after work. I'll call you. He asked me, he was like, do you live here? Do you need a job? <laughs> Like, no, thank you so much, Mike. That's so nice. The I know, I know. Um, and so Mike's we, towing? Mike's towing. And Redmond, Oregon. Redmond, Oregon. Mike, you were great. <laughs> um, no, but it was really funny because we finally, my friend finally called and, like, hey, we're 10 minutes out. And, and he was like, dang it, I should have given him the wrong direction so that we could have, like, hung out more today. You've been so great. Yeah, so we pulled up to Applebee's, and we were still talking, and my friends were, like, sitting there in the car, like, are you guys gonna, like, like, are you still gonna get out of the car? Like, what are you guys doing? We're just, like, we were finally, like, I'm really gonna miss, he's, like, I'm gonna miss you. I was, like, I'm gonna miss you, too, Mike. Like, I'm not ready to say bye. Oh, my God. I know. He was, like, do you live in town? Like, like, where are you? And I'm, like, no, I live in D.C., but... I come every year for skiing. He's like, next time you're in town, we're going to hang out. That's so nice. So that's, that was my Monday. Dude, that's so wild. Okay, so what's happening with the car though? So the car, um, Mike has towed it in. Um, (laughs) They're still waiting um, to do like the full, they're still finishing up all of the uh, estimates estimates and whatnot. So we're supposed to hear back on Monday. I know, I felt so bad for my friend that I had to call him and be like, hey, I actually rent a car. And after Mike pulled it out, he was like, he was able to drive it. So, like, he was like, it's oh, drivable. It's, it's just total. front damage. Yeah. Sure. They don't know how bad it is. But, um, yeah, so we'll see what we'll see what happens. I'm, wow. like, just nervous because it's expensive. And I just finished paying for school. Yeah, so Sam just and not I have a lot of concerts to see this year. We have mm-hmm. at least 20 on the calendar. <laughs> no, we have so many concerts. 
Yeah, it'll work out. But yeah, that it, and I was I was actually really grateful for the experience because I didn't get worked up or anxious or upset at all. Like not once during that period was I like crying or stressed out. I didn't feel like I needed to call my parents. Like I just was like, okay, this happened. What do we do now? Mm-hmm. And like for me, I was thinking about it later. I was like, you know, however much this costs will be, I think, totally worth the experience of seeing like how strong I am and like how I'm able to like face adversity like that and not right. like not have it phase me. Like, okay, an external thing went wrong, but doesn't mean my internal yeah, like how no. So that was my Monday. Uh, but there was one point when I was in a tow truck answering phone calls, being like, "How did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is my life? What's that happening? I know? How possibly should we do other shit corners? Did y'all have any shit corners? Oh, yeah. We got some shit corners. Yeah? All right. Oh, awesome. All right. Yeah. Did you two cr- crash your rental car? Oh, no. She crashed under my life. Definitely had a good flight story. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So, oh, so, sweet. so so I was in Cleveland over the weekend for business mostly. Woohoo! Uh, business. Oh, yeah. Business. Right. Uh, so, Cleveland. Oh, let's do a little shout out first. So, Aaron Sickle, Cleveland. Love your city. Like, love the city. Love the food. Cleveland food was so good. Mm. And I like, everyone kind of like talks about like Columbus and like they don't really talk about Cleveland. So Cleveland, shout out, great city. We I know you're out there, fans. You're out there somewhere. We love you. Text, um, uh, if you if you tweeted us or ran on any of our Instagram pictures, I am from Cleveland, we'll send you a free shirt. Hell yeah. But you gotta prove it. Somehow. Yeah. We'll, we'll just look you up. Yeah, we need, like, your address or whatever. Yeah, put your address in a comment. We'll send you a shirt. <laughs> and your social security number and your mother's maiden name. Yeah, can I have your identity number? Credit card number right there. Okay, so, yeah, or, yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. So. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, Cleveland, originally, I was flying back on Sunday. Kind of, like, afternoon, like, after we, like, kind of, you know, did whatever on Sunday. So, like, it was fine. But the problem was, so, Saturday night into Sunday, Cleveland got hit with, like, a windstorm. So, we woke up on Sunday, power's out in half the city. Oh, wow. So, like, we don't know this yet, because, like, we still have power in our Airbnb. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> so, we started, like, Ubering to different, bu- like, brunch places, and we start like, slowly realizing the power is out in the city. <laughs> um, so, like, good one's, like, we're closed, you know, next one's, like, closed due to power, like, you know, to, like, now that we think about it, like, there were no streetlights. <laughs> like, ah, oh, this makes sense. Now that we um, think about it. <laughs> so, here's the shit corner. Delta, shout out to Delta. You suck. No fly with you again. So, I get, like, an email. It's like, hey, your flight's been, like, canceled. You've been rebooked for, like, midnight. And I was like, well, I really don't want to get to back to D.C. at, like, 4 a.m. on a Monday when I have to work that day. So, mm-hmm. that really doesn't work for me. Right. So I, like, try and call Delta, like, hey, can I cancel? And they're, like, so, like, you're kind of on hold. We'll, like, get back to you in, like, an hour when, what? like, a, a human gets your call. And I was, like, all right, whatever. Like, Delta, get out of here. <laughs> I'll get that refund eventually. So while this is going on, I, like, rebook the United. I'm, like, all right, United, let's do this. I'm ready to get back to D.C. Let's go. And uh, so I'm, like, kind of going to the airport to get to my uh, United flight. And I get a call from... Uh, Delta, and they're like, hey, and I'm like, there's like, tell me your confirmation number. So I tell them about 200 times, and they just don't get it. So he asked for the rest of my information, like my name, social security number, address. They're like, okay, here's your confirmation number. I'm like, yes, that's what I've been saying for the last half hour. (laughs) 
thank you. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we'll process your refund of like 13 to 600 days. <laughs> In that range, it's going to be fine. I'm like, all right, cool, thank you. And I'm going to get it. Within at least two years, we're good. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, Delta, what are you doing? You're fine, whatever. I didn't want to get back at 4 a.m., so you're good. You're off the books. All right, let's go. Uh, next shit corner, United. Let's do this. All right, so. Double, double shit corner. Double shit corner. Honestly, this is the worst flight experience of my life. <laughs> so, At least he laughs about it. <laughs> it's funny now. So That's funny. I'm just trying to, like, get back to Wait, DC. Wait, hold on. This was Sunday night? Yeah. So then you hung out with us for Bachelor on Monday. Oh my god. Maybe that's why you were kind of quiet. I was pretty quiet on Monday. Okay. <laughs> you had a heck of a Sunday. <laughs> so I'm, try I'm just trying to get back. I'm like, I don't want to take that vacation day on Monday. I'm like, I only get, you know, 10 of these a year. They're, they're special. I really want to go to Florida. Mm. I want to ride some roller coasters. Can't use it on Cleveland because the power went out. So... I'm, I'm going through TSA. Power goes out of the terminal. No. <laughs> what? It's gone. <laughs> no. How bad was this wind? It was so bad. And, uh, like, this is so crazy. I've never seen anything like this. Like, this, I feel like this whole city just, like, failed. <laughs> like, Shout out infrastructure. to Cleveland. Cleveland, though, the food is great. That Saturday night was the best Saturday night of my life. Uh, so, like... You want to hear more about that later? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was great. So, like, we went to this... Uh, walk into this restaurant, XYZ. Shout out. Love you guys. And, like, we get... Honestly, we share the craziest assortment of food I've ever heard of in my life. We get a, we get a cheese pizza, a brisket platter, and oh. fish tacos. <laughs> and we split this. And we're like, everything we've eaten today has been so delicious. This is the best meal of our lives. And this is like, we're pretty late by now. It's like probably like 8 o'clock. We're all starving. But like, this food was so good. And it was just like the most absurd order I've ever heard of. But like, yeah, I was like, I love like a cheese pizza, like a side of like brisket and fish tacos. Like that's like <laughs> a normal meal. <laughs> but no, it was amazing. X Y Z, I love you. Uh, you're the best. Uh, that was Saturday. Then Sunday, like, check so out the terminal. Home. Power yep. goes out. Reroute through terminal, and uh, at this point, um, I'm like, well, you know, whatever. I'm just gonna like have a couple beers before my flight. So I like, you know, have a couple beers, and then like get on the flight. So then we get. I have a late work before DC in Chicago. Oh. So like we're at Chicago and they're like, hey, so the wind's so bad we're not letting anybody land. <laughs> so we circle Chicago for an hour. Ooh. Finally we land. Are you United? Did you miss your flight? United. Oh. oh, didn't miss Wait, my flight. Wait, does United even have Wi-Fi or shows? No, well, I'm not sure. I I I've basically flight. passed out the whole time. I just wow. yeah. Um I, yeah, I was basically just sleeping. But we're like landing and we're like circling. I was like, man, that felt like a really long nap for like an hour flight. <laughs> and then like I realized it had been like two and a half hours. <laughs> and you're still spinning around the city. So I finally land. I'm like, sweet, you know, check that phone, you know, off of airplane mode. And it's like, your flight is boring. I'm like, well, that's not good. <laughs> so I'm in like terminal B and I have to get to like D or something. So I run through like and for those of you who are not terminals. familiar with Chicago oh. Airport. Oh Chicago my are very far apart. They are very far apart. Casually run six miles to yeah. the next so game. Let me I mean, you're no Sam. <laughs> you can't Weirdly be okay with it. <laughs> 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 you 
but definitely beat me there. Sam like, would have been there in like two minutes. <laughs> but me, I was like, yeah, no, it's like it was a huffing and puffing. And like, a, and like trying to read the signs. This is why like, I don't run. I was like, which terminal is this? I have no idea. <laughs> I like, wish you guys could see what's happening. You're missing. It's like some at one point, I like I ran enemy. past it and like turned around. I was like. That was my sign, so I could run back. Oh my god. He is jogging around the kitchen. <laughs> and I eventually I get to like the terminal and like DC? DC and she's like, what yeah, I'm like what are you doing? Get in there. It's like five minutes till like boarding closes. And I'm like, alright, yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm like, just like get to my seat I'm, like dying. And then um because I had like a couple of years beforehand, so I'm like, <laughs> I, like I really have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> he also ate a full pizza, fish tacos, and a brisket, so that couldn't yeah. be easy to run. I, I had a heavy night on Saturday, and then uh, so we take off, and the pilot's like, so yeah, there's like a lot of wind. There's turbulence the whole time. Seatbelts in, no one's going to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just like, are you kidding me? This is like cherry on top of like the worst flight, and uh, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, like doing that crisscross. I was like, whew. Hour and a half in DC, let's go. We're good. You're <laughs> dancing. You're yeah. dancing, by the way, to indicate. You know, people only ask me, like, you doing voodoo over there? I'm like, no, I'm not doing voodoo. I just got to pee. <laughs> You're doing voodoo? <laughs> but uh, eventually I get to DC and it's fine. But look, it was just like the craziest flight of my life. So Delta United, hate you. Delta, thank you for refunding me. Love that. United, thanks for getting me back to DC. So, in a way, love and hate you both. Let's go. All right. He was. I don't know how. I feel like we did do a little bit of voodoo there at the end. <laughs> Just a little bit. Definitely a little bit of voodoo going on. All right. And then uh, it was like ironic. So I was still getting flight updates for my first flight, and like that original Delta flight just kept getting delayed. So it's like you're gonna leave at like ten o'clock, midnight, two in the morning, and I was like. Yeah, this was like, I'm so glad I rebooked. I was like, thank you, Liz. You're up, Liz. Oh, um. Maybe you can closer. I have a cardboard box under my desk, and I reached to put my bag down, and I got a cardboard box paper cut. Oh. That's the worst thing that's happened this week. That's pretty So, heavy. like, you guys have, like, that's shit travel stuff. <laughs> I just got a weird cut on my hand. What was the inner tickle? Inner tickle? Uh, we had a meeting. On Wednesday for my department, like a content share meeting, just like show videos and different projects we worked on that we're happy with, like here's what went well, and like I showed one that I worked on that like it, the VP of marketing happened to be there. Oh and was hell like, yeah! This is actually one of the best responses we've got for fans for a video. I was like, oh, okay. That's awesome. That's good to feel, and that was it. Like it's. It's great. You had to get rid of a little bit of blood so that you could welcome in more love. Yeah, my like small cut on my hand. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds terrible. Like, paper cuts are terrible, and then cardboard. It hurts so no. bad. The, the travel shit you guys had to go through was definitely worse. But no physical pain. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it, in my mind, like, five running. seconds of like a, shh, ah, ah, damn it. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. And that was it. I'm totally so, fine. that had a pretty good week. That's good. What about you, Lauren? I'll do mine. Hello. Um, so... I don't really know. I had a pretty good week, too. I, I feel like my brain's just now getting back to normal after Habitat on the Hill. Um, but I will say this one thing. So I brought a, a small guitar home from Jacksonville. It's like a child's guitar that I received as a gift when I was in, like, third grade. And I was like, I'll learn how to play the guitar finally. And I'll learn it on this kid's guitar because it'll be easier to learn. But one of the strings was missing. So I walked all the way to the guitar shop in Capitol Hill. 
when I got there, the guy's like, um, uh, he, well, he's like actually laughing at it. And I was like, what? And he's like, I, I'm afraid to even put a string on it. This is going to break. Like, this is bowed. This is coming apart here and here. When you play it, it's not even going to sound like it's in tune. Your, like, app won't understand what you're playing. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, damn, dude. Like, just put the string on it. And then he's like, there's these, like, little divots at the top of the long chamber. And they're supposed to be different sizes. Frets? No, it's not the frets. <laughs> it's the thing that the frets are on. That long stick. What is that called? The bow? The neck? Of the, the neck. Guitar. The neck. And on top of the neck is a white strip that oh. has divots. Oh, yeah. That divot holder thing. It's that divoted white piece of plastic. Nut. That long white thing's called a nut? Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Well, the divots are just to be different sizes for the different size strings. They are. They're all the exact same size. And so the guy's like, I mean, this was bought, this was a very cheap guitar, bought for maybe a kid that they thought would never play it. And I was like, this was my childhood gift, and you're saying my parents don't care about me. Um, let me see. It's, it's called a nut. Alright, Luke was right, it's called a nut. The nut had the same size divots. Anyway, so he insulted me, and he basically said, like, I'll never be able to play this guitar. And was so, he insulting you or insulting the guitar? The guitar, but still, it was a family, a I gift from my... I tried to tune it, it was at a your gift. apartment. It, you're insulting my mother who bought me this You're guitar. insulting my I'm mother. I'm not insulting your mother. I'm insulting the longevity of this she tried. guitar. She tried. I'm sure at one point in time it could hold a tune. Anyway, so I, put, I hung up the guitar beside my bed and I got that idea from Sam. Now when I look at it, I'm gonna wake up every morning and look at it and think, yep, you need to start practicing your ukulele. Yeah. Do it. So it's gonna inspire me. And we're gonna form a a band of three. We're all gonna, be, we're all gonna have ukuleles. It's gonna be called the ukulelers. Yeah, the ukulelers. Or like some I'm learning guitar. So my inner tickle was that now I have a wall decoration. And it looks really good. Thanks. Oh, Y'all, yeah, we're gonna have to edit a lot of this out, by the way. You, you are. Yeah. We, when I say we, I always mean me. We've been recording for a while, though. So An yeah. hour, thirty minutes. We've got a lot of content. Yeah. Let's cover a few more things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Luke's gonna read us a bedtime story as we close this out. I went to a talk during DC Design Week and I heard from this author named Adam J. Kurtz. And he has this book called Things Are What You Make of Them. And it's the, su- the subtitle of it is Life Advice for Creatives. And so the whole book is like, he hand wrote these things and like, they're not handwritten in the book, but you can tear them out and have little affirmations for different situations. So I'm gonna now just pick a random one to read it. Okay, he really isn't, he didn't think about this beforehand. It's a surprise for all of us. This one's titled, It's Not Perfect. (laughs) It's hard to let go of a project that feels imperfect, but not only is perfection non-existent, your current perfect will one day be your meh as you continue to grow your craft. Basically, do your best and then shut up and let people love it. Hell yeah. And the whole book's full of like different little sayings like that. I love it. Can you tear them out? Yeah. They're all, every single page is perforated so you can just read through. I like it a lot. Um, Here's one. Focus your power. You have tools and experience. 
So what will you do with them? Are you a strong writer? Do you have an audience to tap into? How do you communicate best? And how can you use that skill now for good? Wow. Look for new and useful ways to harness what you do best. And it's like small stuff like that. Y'all, we're gonna peace out. I think this is a solid episode. With our first live stream, two people wrote in. This is literally the first time that someone's actually sent us a question while we were recording. And it's gonna be better next time because we're gonna promote it. Yeah, it was groundbreaking. Yeah. All right, everyone say goodnight. Hey everyone, so that concludes this episode. If you want to stick around and listen to an audio recording of our live stream, um, you can, but it's kind of long and a little awkward. If not, peace! Yeah? yeah. No, we're live now. People are watching. Sick. Alright, everyone. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Everyone pay attention to the
We made it private, so we're just actually recording and we're not live. It's why we don't. Script. This we're is not sad. Maybe you did. So, right now, I think we should give a shout out to our sponsors. Sage and Sunshine Designs.com. Get your t shirts today. What's the I hear they're very code? soft. Does it do good? Do good. Do good. 15% off. But why last time? No free shipping. No free shipping, and also you can't make custom orders. But she already has a lot of stuff on there that you're gonna like. And there's do good, feel good shirts now. Heck yeah, support us. Forgot to mention that we put the avocado on top of the cucumber. Next, we get some crab. Are you done with that? Okay, put some crab in. Oh, so we stack them together, so we have. Now you're getting it! The avocado and then the crab. Alright, and next goes rice. This isn't just any rice, it's cold rice. And the rice is mixed with rice vinegar. Why don't you tell them about rice vinegar? I don't know anything about rice vinegar. Uh, you can rinse rice vinegar in with the rice and it makes it a little bit stickier and a little bit more flavor That's to it. Exactly That's honestly exactly all I know about right. rice vinegar. And vinegar is acidic. Alright, shit. Just, does anyone have any jokes while I try to get this out? Oh, uh, I got one. Uh, so, what do you call a bear with no teeth? A gummy bear. Ah! Next, you get some soy sauce. Pour it on like so. Thanks. This really helps. It like gets the soy sauce keep flipping. Next. Ooh, look at this sriracha mayo. Sriracha mayo. Drizzle all over the top. I hope you like sriracha mayo, Tom or Sam. We like spice, and we like a lot of it. Next, we put a little more soy sauce. This isn't the most beautiful stack of all time, but I think it'll probably be the most delicious. Wow, look at that stack. Next, beautiful. you get your sesame. <gasps> your sesame seeds. You can't break two wine glasses in a day. <laughs> you sprinkle that it on top. Count. I can barely use chopsticks to be honest. Want me to feed you then? Is <laughs> that what you're saying? Just pinching stuff. It's not that bad. These okay, chops... can you teach me to use chopsticks on air? Do you want to do it? Why? Because I need you. I can teach him. Okay, Sam, we're going to switch places. All right. But then you have to taste it because this is also... Yeah. These chopsticks are for my brother. They're getting from Cambodia. allows for me to have more chopsticks. Okay, so I know they go in your fingers. Yeah. No one's watching. In them. Yeah. And then you just use your upper finger to, for the dexterity. The bottom one stays dexterity. where it is. Dexterity right. Yeah. You want to you wanna try to make it just go straight up and down. So it's like your thumb and your pointer finger. Yeah. Perfect. So then, yeah. You can do it again. All right. Make sure you get all the flavors, if possible. You got it, Tom. I feel like I'm so close. I know, it's so really, really good. Do it. Ah, there oh, you go. Yes. Oh. He's almost got it. I'm going to be here for a while. This is. Oh, it. yeah. All right, here we go. I mean. Woo! Mm. Let's go. That stacks is 10 out of 10. Really, really All right, both of you who haven't had these stacks before, how would you rate your stack? The, um. The avocado and the cucumber are really nice. It's like really fresh, and then the there's not too much rice, which is good too. Yeah, I try to make that one a little low party. Or the five categories. All right, so taste ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Presentation. Oh. Five out of ten. 
Oh, five? Are you kidding me? That That's a little bit harsh. Okay, you can tell seven out of ten. Us. <laughs> no, I don't hate you. I just think that the presentation is average. Above average. Does, does your food usually come in a cylinder? <laughs> no. Okay. Do Pringles count? Smell. Mouthfeel. Mouthfeel? Mouthfeel. Mouthfeel's good. Mouthfeel. Smell? Both good. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I'm super tasty. Doesn't linger very in happy. Way. Would eat ten of these. Let's <laughs> make ten of these. All right, that's what I'm doing tonight. And then smells like fine, right? Smells good. Smells fine. Mm -hmm. So then preparation, ten out of ten, because we did it. Yeah. All right, thanks, y'all. This was our feel good of the episode. Now we're gonna jump into the real podcast, and we're gonna turn this live video off. Thanks to everyone who tuned in. Literally, no one. Bye. <laughs> yes, I love you. Bye. We did it for the fans. We love you, fans. We do it for the fans. The do. Good feel. Sing with me now. Do good, feel good. It's the do good, feel good show. It sounded sad. Muy bueno.